0: Laughing all the way to the back.
1: (laughs) Welcome to another edition of the Spread Podcast. This is Jordan, a.k.a. J.L. LeMasters. I'm here with my brother, Marcus LeMasters. What's up, Marcus?
2: What's up, man? Happy
1: birthday, by the way, big bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. On that note, today is September 21st. We're actually recording this on September 20th. Little editor's secret there for you. But it is technically my birthday as we record this. I am feeling good. Real good. I've got an ice-cold brewski sitting right next to me and a list full of scorching picks
2: for this next week. Red Hot. Red Hot. I am telling you right now, when you're sitting down, looking over these picks, I thought last week looked really good. I, I was wrong. This week looks really, really good. I'm pumped up. It's almost Friday, baby. We're almost there. Just just grind through that one last day. It'll be Saturday before you know it. And God, what a, just what a great time to be alive.
1: Yeah, man. I um, Like we already said, it's my birthday. I moved actually a couple of weeks ago. So I'm finally like settling into my new place starting to get all my football weekends lined up. I've already got some tickets to some games. I've already got a crock pot that I'm going to be firing up this weekend. I Everything's looking good. We're also winning money all while we're doing it. I've doubled my 401k. I know a lot of you
2: out there have done the same. Well, actually, I bet uh, the entire loan I got for my house – on the lock of the week last week and good news i paid off my mortgage very so, <laughs> sound very yeah, sound financial very, decision yeah i i was just uh doing a little sports investing and uh, i paid off my mortgage last week on the lock of the week so right you know and, and that's 100 percent 100 is pretty good the last time i checked uh, I, yeah i don't i don't know it's uh, pretty sure you can't lose when it's 100 percent.
1: absolutely Absolutely. And that actually makes me think of something. We should have covered this in the do's and don'ts of sports betting, if you want to go back to that episode. But one of uh, the do's I think we should have added is you don't have to always go to people saying, hey, I'm gambling, I'm betting, I'm doing this on this game. When you're with us, when you're dealing with us, it's a lot more than that, you see, because when you're dealing with 100% accuracy, you're now de- it's it's more on the side of, um, of risk analysis. It's more on the side of um, uh, you know, risk management um, you know what what was the word you used earlier financial investment I just, sports investment sports,
2: I, just, I just sports investing is just what right. I do you can throw your money into shitty companies I invest my money against shitty teams we're basically
1: so. like insider trading basically
2: yeah so we're yeah we're undefeated on lock of the weeks if that hasn't gotten through your head already from what I just said but I'll say it again we are undefeated on lock of the weeks, that's why we call it the lock of the week. You lock it up, you bet your mortgage, whatever your biggest debt you have, bet that amount on our lock of the weeks, and you'll. I feel great. I'm probably gonna go buy another house. Well, let me and then l- bet that mortgage. Let me break this down,
1: and I and I don't want to keep going too long here just on the intro, but I did a little math. We know I already. We're not big math guys. We're not. We we're not. We've covered that, but I did do a little math this week, and it goes something like this. If you start with a $10 bet right now for the rest of this football season, we're now looking at, what is it, 14 weeks of, of NFL. And yeah, it, we got we got a lot more. Right, and at least that much in NCAA. So we're looking at at least 14 weeks of us giving locks. You start with that $10, okay? You bet it all on the lock of the week this week, okay? Let's say that your odds on that is minus 110. The payout on that is right around 91%. Technically, 90.9%. Your payout from that is going to be $19. Okay? We keep this cycle going. You happen, it happens 12 times. Imagine, So we're 12-0. and 0. You've kept betting your winnings every time along the way. Marcus, guess how much money you'd be looking at at the end of that streak? <sighs>
2: that's so... For how many weeks? 13, 14 weeks? Uh, $24,000 if my math, if my mental math is somewhat right? Or am I, am I back on a week? Is it $48,000? Well, I was looking at 12 weeks. I'm looking at 12 oh, weeks. Oh, 12 weeks. 12 weeks, you'd be like
1: $13,000. Let me tell you. So your grand total after your 12th win in a row using our lock of the week betting system <laughs> is going to earn you 23000 $421.61, all from the modest investment of only $10 up front. <laughs>
2: that is so awesome. Just so, $10. Only $10. dollars hey, you got $10. Okay, hey, I got I to say this on a, on a serious note. Well, this, well, that is very serious. On the other side of this, when, we, when you brought this up to me, and I just thought to myself, like, yeah, that's, it's, it would happen, and it's and it's gonna happen, but can you imagine sitting there, just two average guys, locking in a bet for like eleven thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It, it would be. That's what's gonna happen. Well, I guess I can't imagine it because I bet a a lot. I bet my mortgage last week, so yeah, I, I did it. Easy, easy peasy. I know that seems crazy. That all we're already at three and zero. Oh.
1: So this is what I'm doing. I started a whole new betting account on a betting site I've never even touched before, and I put in $80. You know why? Because I'm taking the third multiple of this betting system, which is going to put you at $69.56 if you want to be on pace with that 23 I was talking about earlier.
2: Your algorithms are getting intense. What's I'm, happening I, here?
1: I'm researched. I, I, I know I'm kind of going back. We said we're not math guys. This is really solid math. What this I, is
2: super math.
1: What I'm saying is... I might not be a math guy, but I'm a guy that if you need something done correctly, I'm going to do it. Right. I don't like to think about yeah. math too much, but I mean, I did. Well, it we're right.
2: not math guys. We're more money guys. I get
1: things right. We like, we like money. Right. So we're going to keep this train going. This is going to be the, the 23 K race to the gambling summit of the universe. 12 picks, 12 weeks. And if you want to hop on the train with me, we're betting $69 on the lock of the week this week. That's Dude, all I gotta I, say about that.
2: I I cannot wait until week twelve when you have eleven thousand dollars on the line. That'll be the hottest shit to ever hit these airways. It's gonna happen. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, we're one hundred percent.
1: It's just right. it's numbers. Onward. Let's let's move on. We're gonna move on. We've got so much coming your way. We're gonna give you a recap. What we did last week, like I said, sixty three percent. We crushed them again. We kicked the bookie right in the dick. And we're moving on to get him again. Let's go ahead, jump into some recap. Marcus, give me something.
2: What did okay, we do so right? I'll, what did we do right? So, I'll I'll give you my first just juicy called it pick of the week. LSU Auburn under forty five. Told you LSU was going to win. Told you it was going to go under forty five. Yeah, and they went on a game winning field goal. To oh hit, yeah. What I was what was, was the final there? Twenty two twenty uh, one. Yeah, 22-21. If not for that last LSU. second field goal, you had that game called. No, I picked, I wanted I thought LSU was going to win. Oh, okay. I, I
1: liked LSU. Or maybe No, you said in the podcast that you liked Auburn just because their offense was a little better and you said it was going to be 21 to 17.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I did say, I'm I'm glad you said that. I remember now. I did say I thought Auburn would win 21-17. So, kind of Kind of crazy for you that th- back home who think that, but uh, I knew it was going to happen. I know the score. Um, and LSU, which I was actually really happy LSU came out and won because I'm a big Coach O guy. I think I think he's awesome, and I think he gets a lot of slack that he doesn't deserve. Super happy to see LSU win that game, and obviously extremely happy that the under stayed intact to keep me one know to start the week. It was so a close one, was, but we got it. It was I was sweating it out at the end. Um but when they got – there was like one critical – oh, the one big play that like made me shit my pants is when LSU threw like a 70-yard touchdown pass. I was like, Jesus. I was like, are you shitting me? Like I just thought there was no chance, and then it just slowed down, and I had a feeling there was going to be this like this part of the game was going to really slow down, and then LSU kept getting stops, got down field goal range, and bang. Unlike NFL kickers, the LSU kicker can go at Auburn and make a game-winning field goal. So, you know, hot seat NFL kicker. So I'll just say that. Oh,
1: 100%. Great pick, though. Uh, let's move on to one of my picks. I mean, who doesn't want to hear about mine? Kansas City Chiefs, my sweet, lovely Chiefs, who I am now sky, sky high on. They came out yeah. swinging. Patty Mahomes came out. He had, what was it, six, six TDs?
2: Yep. He's uh yeah. He's really good. Late, and after week one, when I said, like, oh, Patrick Mahomes is gonna have to prove to me that he can play in this league. Uh, hey, bud, you did that. You really proved it to me, man. And you know you stuck it to me. I have a foot in my mouth moment. I
1: even said, even when I picked this, he had an average around three and a half every three and a half times he throws the ball, he throws a touchdown. And I was like, That's obviously not going to continue this week against the Steelers. Well, guess what? That's exactly what happened. He, he was actually, I think, a slightly better number than that. Um, the Steelers are a dumpster fire. It's looking yeah, like happen. now Antonio Brown wants out.
2: Yeah, hey, he tweeted, trade me. me. He literally tweeted back at someone, trade me, see what happens. So I was like, shit. Yeah, they're falling oh, so apart. That's how you really inch. feel.
1: A.B. is, is going to be gone. Le'Veon Bell, I mean, I called that one a million years ago. He doesn't want anything to do. there. It's, it's going to be a, a rough and tumble little stretch for for the Steelers here. And it was an can exciting I, game to watch. Ben actually he did have something to prove. He did show some pulse that he can still play quarterback. But you I
2: just don't think they're going to be very competitive all year. Can I say one can I say one thing about this game um that I thought about while watching it. And it was it was cuz it's mainly from the quarterback coaching kind of relationship. Andy Reid, I think, has been so underappreciated with this Chiefs' early success. If you think about it, when Patrick Mahomes was like coming into the NFL, everyone would always talk about uh, the style of offense he played at Texas Tech and how it doesn't like mesh to the NFL. Well, Andy Reid is like a is just a scheme guy, and like putting Patrick Mahomes in a position to succeed has been phenomenal. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is is making throw comfortable throws and pretty much making every single one. And a lot of the reasoning behind that is, is your, is offensive scheme at that level. I think Andy Reid has done a phenomenal job with that offense. I mean, they look unstoppable. Well, and like you can tell the, and the chiefs are having so much fun right now because they're moving the ball and scoring at will. And I just like my, I tip my cap to Andy Reid for how he brought in this like spread style quarterback that doesn't work in the NFL, everyone says, and obviously it does. And well, I mean, good, Andy Reid's been shit. doing that. I mean, that's not anything new.
1: He's always been uh, a play caller and a you know coach that in, instills what would <clears throat> but, be considered more you know collegiate style plays. Well, and, I get that,
2: but but his play calling for Patrick Mahomes is not what it was when he had Alex Smith. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. It is, it is, it is, it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, comp- he's changed his scheme. Right. Some of these NFL coaches, like, what was your boy's name at Chicago? John Fox. It didn't matter what he had. He was running his same bullshit he's been running since NAM. Like, it didn't matter. But Don't, I, me I, Don't get me started
1: on John Fox. I won't. All I'm saying
2: is, I, I didn't mean to, I, I tend to get off on tangents. My main point is, Andy Reid. Hell yeah, dude! Like, keep going. I'm big on the Chiefs right now. Oh yeah, I, I, they're awesome. I'll they're show you how
1: I'll show you how big I am on the Chiefs. Oh shit! Here in a little bit, um, Marcus. Next next pick, we nailed.
2: God, Rams minus thirteen against the Arizona shitbirds. I didn't even watch or, this
1: game. This was a set it and forget it for me. If you followed all the instructional material, you just set it
2: and forget it. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. I went back and watched a little bit of the highlights, a little bit of NFL Sunday ticket, a little of the condensed film. Um from what I saw, it is exactly what we thought. Arizona's offensive line was getting pushed back about two yards every single play. Um, I don't know what's going on there. I really think Alabama would beat Arizona. I think they could I think they could beat them. They're really, really bad. That is a very creative
1: thought you had to take the worst team in the NFL and ask if uh, Alabama can beat them. That's very creative of you. I think Alabama could beat them. We're going to get the but Nobel right. Peace
2: Prize for that. You're right. That that was a shitty take. That was a dumb take.
1: <laughs> don't say Even that. I, yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> take I, it out. I mean, they probably could. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that, but I just everyone says it. That's why I'm brave. I know everyone well. says it, but. That game was like if Andre the Giant fucking wrestled Steve Urkel. <laughs> that's exactly – I mean, that's how I looked at it. Um, but great call, Marcus. So, that,
2: so the Arizona Cardinals are – Steve Urkel. The Steve Urkels. I call them the Arizona Shitbirds. That's my new name for them. So. I think, I think, but, yeah, uh, easy, easy I pick. I was super confident on that. So, um, But, yeah, let's uh, – What else we got here? We got the dog of the week. Oh, I know you're fired up about this one. I mean, the dog of the week from last week. When, when I told you this pick,
1: you, even you were a little shocked as, as with, as the football mind that you are,
2: you even had to raise your eyes at this one. I did have doubt. And my doubt was, and I even said it in the podcast was I just, I just, there's that Florida state name and just, it pops at you and you're like, what, what, what? But, you would watch more of both of these teams than I have, and I believe in you. And of course, you led me in the right direction. So I mean, it was a fucking ass kicking Florida yeah. St- Florida
1: State dude. I'm so glad they are bad. there's two reasons why i'm I'm so glad I sniffed this out. One, because Florida State deserves this. They're a terrible team, terribly coached, terribly disciplined. they They're just not a football team. They deserve to be playing in fucking Division three.
2: Wow, that's the, that is the hottest take of all time.
1: That's I mean that that's honestly there's teams in Division three who probably play better football than them. They just have more all athleticism.
2: Right. All right, I got a question for you. Would Florida State win the D three championship? <laughs> I mean, uh, I guarantee. No, are, you, I, are you serious? I guarantee you, think you it's a D three team that can I, beat
1: Florida. State? I guarantee you this: the an NAIa team. Like the NAIA team I played on had three guys who went to the league. Yeah, Florida State's probably gonna have a few. I'm just saying that team that I played on could play with Florida State. We played better football. Wow, that.
2: that's hot. That's a hot take. But hey, they just—they they looked really bad. They genuinely they look like
1: they just—they don't know where they're supposed to be on the field. It's unexcusable. Yeah. Willie Taggart needs to be axed stat
2: i'm i'm surprised he wasn't fired after the syracuse game because i watched the whole game pretty much and there was a few sequences where something bad would happen on florida state and instead of coaching he looked like a fucking statue he was just standing there like i told you it's a jim caldwell he's got the jim caldwell team And, that, and that's the look in his eye. We're just like, oh, shit. Kind of like the I'm in over my head face. Yeah. And that's like, exactly I'm gonna what I'm going to be coaching making.
1: a JV team at a at a high school in a couple of weeks if I keep this shit up. <laughs> oh,
2: anyway, poor Willie. I, I feel bad for Willie, man. I don't. I really do. Take, I do.
1: Take I your $5 ass back to D3, Willie Taggart. Um, That game, great. I love watching those games. I like watching a game in the first 10 minutes, you know, it's over. Ended with a final score of thirty to seven, Syracuse, and I'm done with Florida State. I won't even look at their name anymore this year,
2: dude. I gotta, I gotta give you a little round of applause. That was an incredible pick because that's that. Those are one of the picks that just sneak under the radar in college football. Oh, a little plus three, minus three, and I did. Those, those are the ones that kind of crawl under the
1: bridge. And I didn't actually say the second reason I like the reason why I picked that. Second reason I like that is because. You're kicking Vegas right in the balls when you do that. They're they're basically saying, "Ooh, looky, Florida State, Florida State. Here you go, he's Florida State." And then, yeah, you say, "Oh, that's really nice." Boom, and you kick him right in the balls, and that's what we did. So that, <laughs> so um, yeah, next pick. Yes,
2: oh, uh, our last our last one from last week was the uh, was our the Marcus Mortgage bet lock of the week. Uh, Bears minus three and a half. This was almost
1: another set it and forget it. Although the third quarter did get a little choppy. Yeah. Um, They picked up a little momentum and then, and then Russell Wilson uh, threw a perfect ball right to the defense.
2: (laughs) I'll say this though, dude, Khalil. And we, and we talked about it before, but I want to talk more about this guy. Khalil Mack is the most, I won't say is the most is top five. Most impressive person I've seen on a football field in my life. I, I, I will say that with full confidence. Oh, I 100 I, I percent I can't name it'd be hard for me to name four other people that I've seen on a football field that's more impressive than Khalil Mack. He is he is unbelievable. How fat, how big and strong like he's just he, he's incredible, dude. He's he's a phenomenal football player. And I think honestly, being a part of the Bears just like brings out that like super like just that inner Bears defense Super Bowl shuffle days. He's just perfect. He's perfect on the Bears. He's like a wild animal. Um, he sees the game in slow motion. He is
1: built like a brick shithouse. And I think he really likes being a bear, too. I actually think he really likes being here, which is why the Bears' defense is electric. Did you hear that? Like, the Bears' crowd was electric in this game. Did you hear? Like, they love watching this defense. Chicago loves this style of football. Good things are going to happen for the Bears. This year. Yeah, and, and they
2: and it's crazy is they lost the turnover battle and still won the game. And in the NFL, that's pretty that's that's not easy well, to do.
1: Mitch Trubisky is still playing extremely nervous. I don't know I, I can see the talent. He's just not confident in himself yet. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's the new system with Nagy being there, but I, Yeah, I the, mean confidence, I just think- the confidence will hopefully will come. But I I think I think the skill's there.
2: Yeah, the Bears defense is going to keep them in games. I know that. They're fun to watch. But yeah, that uh, that pretty much that does it for the for last week's picks.
1: Yeah, those were a of a week. Those were our victories. We do have a couple people though uh, uh-huh. that will no longer be working for us as of today.
2: So, so we will. Uh, sorry, we'll get, we're going we'll to have to call we'll them in now.
1: Are you guys ready? Okay.
2: Vince. Hey, Vince. Uh- we get him in? Yeah.
1: All right, cool. Hey, Mark, free. All right. You want to go ahead and call in? Uh...
2: Yeah, I'll call in. Uh, I'll actually call Mizzou's defense in really quick. Is that cool? Can I call them in? The whole, the whole unit, the yeah. whole team. I think whole yeah, I think we need them all. All right. Um, let's bring them in. Oh, here they are. Okay, Mizzou defense. You let Purdue's quarterback throw for 580 yards against you. I bet you minus six and a half. If you don't do a bunch of drugs and look like idiots during the game and let that shit ass quarterback throw that many yards, I win another bet for the week. So Mizzou's defense, sorry about ya. Threw you! You're fired. Fired.
1: Fired. They completely blew a cover. We were they were
2: up you say they were up by 17 points. Two different seventeen-point leads, bro. There was multiple times in the game where I, di- I didn't text it to you. I didn't break the. I didn't break one of our rules. I didn't text you say lock, but I was Thank thinking you. in my Thank head, you. "Damn, this looks really, really good." Like Mizzou's moving the ball like crazy, and then, dude, it was embarrassing. I don't know. Like Georgia may score eighty points on them this weekend. Like their defense is is comically, comically bad. Yeah, guys are so open. It's just dumb. I, it looks like they're like two men down in the secondary. I saw I, 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 I saw honestly, a play
1: where it like bounced off a, like two guys' faces and then landed in in Purdue's hands. Like it was it was like a circus show. I you know it was like Bozo the clown bops him in yeah. the face with a you know a, a beach ball and then he squeaks his water. <laughs> Water flower into his face, Woo-hoo, you know,
2: just bozo bozo activities. Yeah, that's what that was. That's the whole game. But dude, it, it sucks. He's like, I was pretty impressed with Drew Locke. He made a couple really bad decisions. I'll say that. I don't think he. I think he's got a big arm. I don't think he's got the decision making abilities as other quarterbacks in college football. <clears throat> Will Greer, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, but basically it. It's hard for me to believe how open people can be on defense. And Mizzou's trying to bring that shit into conference play. Best of luck to you, Mizzou, on trying to score 100 points to win every game. It's going to be really difficult, but uh, you're fired from this. So I'm glad I don't have to fuck with you anymore.
1: Yep. No more money wasted on that turd. <laughs> I actually have someone I'm going to have to cut my professional ties with this season. And it was someone. Um, you know, I obviously liked him. I went up to bed. Actually, I don't need to t- I don't want to tell you. I'm just going to tell him right to his face. Eli? Oh god, we're bringing him in. Yeah. I know. Eli, yeah. Come on. It'll be yeah, it'll be quick. Come here. <laughs> so, Eli, you know I like you. You you know I've put my trust in you. I did it the last 2 weeks in a row. The first time it was for 30 bucks. The next week it was for 50 Okay, So don't tell me I don't believe in you, buddy. But this is what I will tell you. This past week, you demonstrated one of the single most poor performances I have ever witnessed by an NFL quarterback. I know a lot of people are going to say, Eli, I know, you're, I know your O-line's bad. I get it. I know they're not protecting you, but could you do me a favor if you're going to keep playing the quarterback? Look up. There's a field in front of you. Yeah, you you, you your eyes. Yeah. You don't realize it. Yeah. You look up. You got to see what's going on around you. You just can't stare at the floor like a fucking moron and hope that things work out. I personally think, Eli, that you have onset CTE. <laughs> it, it's probably already started. You're kind of, your mouth is open as we're talking. Can you? You're drooling. You need a napkin? Here you go. It's okay. Don't cry. You know I love Eli, but unfortunately we're not going to be working together anymore. So uh, have a nice life. Yeah. Fired. Fire. Done with him. So done with him. Never betting on that man. team anymore.
2: I was sitting here looking at Eli. I was poor guy. I don't know if he's crying because he got fired, or if he's crying because he has CTE. He just doesn't know what's going on. It's a, it's a combination. God, sorry, Eli. Man, that sucks. That's a but combination. Hey, but here's what the great thing about that that segment is when we fire people, that's just us getting it off our chest. And now, well, if wait. you're ready to move with me? Oh. Well, I actually I just want to
1: say we have something I I need to say right now. Okay. Me, me and Marcus, um, it, like we said, it is September 20th, Thursday night as we're recording this. We both bet the under on, yes, we did, on baby. the Cleveland Browns New York Jets game. I I, I logged this pick on my sports action app. No free advertising, but it'll it'll give you like a beep whenever a score happens. Guess what, baby? It's almost eight o'clock. No beeps yet. Beepless. Beepless. It is, we are beepless. That means it the, is zero, z- zero 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 zero, zero. Zero. zero fourth quarter. Let's go, baby! I told you guys la- last week we were very to the point. We woke up. We had both slept very little. We got right to the picks. We just wanted to crank out some picks for you. As you can tell, we're both in high of spirits tonight we want to make things a little more fun a little more fluff for you and as I was saying earlier I'm getting like zoned into my new place I'm starting to get all my stuff together I'm starting to think about ooh, what am I doing this weekend with my back porch and my grill that I've gotten here now and I started to think what are my favorite football day activities whether it's at the tailgate whether it's at the house, when I'm wearing my PJs, anything that we associate, it could be a ritual. I don't know. Anyway, me and Marcus decided it might be something fun to talk about our favorite football game day activities. Whether it's before, during, after, just has to be related to football. Marcus? Woo-hoo. I'm excited. I, I know you got a few for me. What's your first? My-
2: my number one game day activity. And we're not quite there yet because it's been hot as shit. All over the country, it feels like. But number one is chili. Dude. No matter what kind of form. Chili. dude. Game no. day chili. You can't what? take chili. That what? was what?
1: that was my number one. Why not? That was it written down. Marcus, number one,
2: game day chili.
1: Marcus, I Amazon primed a crock pot yesterday. <laughs> this is my number one. Crockpot chili go on, go on
2: i can't believe that i can't believe you literally have wait you literally no amazon my... Prime a crock pot for nah. chili this weekend yeah. six oh, quarters so glad six quart. I'm, I'm so i'm so glad you let me go first so i could take chili okay we'll take we'll do a we'll do a mutual chili number one if you don't eat chili on football saturdays <laughs> get out of here bub yeah you but fight. do you want me to go to my next one? Well, no, then, no. What, refuge- well, let me let me just
1: add something in there. Now, chili okay. can can take some time. It it can be uh, a little. It's actually easy to make, but this is the the game the cycle that I that I'm working with. I wake up on game day on Sunday, NFL Sunday, kickoff at noon. I wake up around eh, nine, eight, nine. I prep all the stuff. I throw it all in the crock pot. Okay. You got your chili, just sit in the crock pot. All you got to do is hit the button, and then you take, take your ass back to the TV. And then, yeah, you, st- you do what you do. You drink a couple beers, you, you know. And the beauty of this equation is the chili's on and cooking at around 9, 10 o'clock. Guess what time the first slate of games ends, typically. Right around three thirty, four o'clock.
2: No, the second slate so, starts at three well, o'clock. Well,
1: I'm saying the first slate ends. Right. Oh, okay. You okay. go through the, the the witching hour, which I like to call is right between like three and four,
2: when all your and bets- you got to stay you got to you stay awake between that hour. You can't nap. Oh, because no, then no. you miss the second no no, slate. no 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 crucial hour. The ghost hour of, of, of
1: game day is huge. Dude, that is, that is what I live for. That one hour period, if you're a gambler, is like pure heroin. <laughs> it is amazing. And uh, But anyway, as soon as that's over and you come down from your amazing witching hour rush, you're like, oh, my God, what smells so good? Oh, it's the crockpot chili that's been in there for six hours just simmering, waiting for you to come in there. Not only that but you need to have shredded cheese sour cream very hot sauce like hot sauce you know something to spice it up and yeah you're setting yourself up for a good football day with that that's just my God, that's dude. my angle on the chili all
2: right all right well give me give me so we got number we both got the the asterisk chili number one give me your non chili number one activity
1: this this number my number two might not please a lot of people. But guess what? It pleases me. And uh, this is a judge-free zone. But I'm going to go with my number two pick is the 8 a.m. beer for football. Football Sunday or or any day. Um, I've actually once showed up at a football tailgate at 6 a.m. and had my first beer.
2: Dude, I've when I was in Morgantown, was it two years ago for the West Virginia Mizzou game, I couldn't sleep, was up at like 4.30, I had like, Five cups of coffee because i didn't think it was right to have a beer that early as soon as my cousin and my now wife woke up uh i cracked a beer. beers like seven o'clock this is a judgment-free zone and i guarantee you there's people out there crack beers at five six a.m on game day oh absolutely Guaranteed. absolutely i've done i've probably done it in college get no i know i've done it in college kegs and eggs baby kegs and what kegs and eggs you know you've never been to a kegs and eggs party no we used to do that in college. You buy, like, two kegs, you get a bunch of people over, everybody brings, like, six eggs, and you just make a bunch of scrambled eggs, and you drink beer in the morning hmm. to get ready for the tailgate. I'm surprised that didn't squeak into the list. Kegs and eggs? Yeah. Maybe I may have to squeak in. A, uh, <laughs> on- to squeak honorable in. mention
1: there. Honorable
2: mention, kegs and eggs. There
1: we go. Yeah, but 8 a.m. beer, it just shows you're focused for the day that's ahead of you. You don't, you know, it's time now. We're going to start thinking about the game right now. And I'm going to set the tone with this 8.7% double IPA at 8
2: a.m. Marcus, what's your number two? So, okay. My number two, this is, this is a weird one, but this is something for me. When I think of what do I like to do when I wake up? Sometimes I, sometimes I crack a beer, but lately I've been on another kick because I'm very impatient and I wake up early because I'm so excited and I need time to go by faster I go to the driving range. I go hit golf balls Hmm. first thing in the morning on Saturday. I like to grab my golf clubs. I like to go by myself, put my headphones in. I actually listen to like different podcasts, like game day podcasts, mainly for West Virginia. I like to listen to like uh, West Virginia podcasts that I have. And then I'll listen to music and I'll hit a jumbo bucket of balls. Takes me about an hour. I come home and then it's, you know, it's an hour closer to game time. It's something to keep me from going stir crazy while I'm waiting.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say that sounds like a like it, it bleeds
2: anxiety. <laughs> but, no, it is it is. I wake up too early and I'm like, shit! I have four hours until game right. until the game start. I got to do something. Yeah, just, or I'm gonna drive myself nuts. That's, feed, that's the Jeff the Ma- That's that's the Jeff Lemasters in me. Jeff Lemasters is our father, by the way. That's 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 the dad. I got to get up. I got to do something. I go to the driving range. Is a driving range one mile from my apartment right now. I just go and I hit some golf balls. It's hit, very relaxing. Yep. And it's great because I'm there by myself and not, like literally no one else is there. It's just kind of relaxing. And then when I come home, I'm just like fully engaged in football. It's okay. awesome. Okay. I may, I may be into that now. I'm going to take the, the, the floor from you here.
1: Um, this kind of goes in like with food and um the 8am beer and kind of the lifestyle that I'm kind of hinting at. But another thing that is a kind of a ritual for me on football days is I put on the biggest shirt I have. I have like a four XL bowling shirt that I just toss on. It's basically, it's like a Cape that just surrounds my body. I think you uh, might call it a shawl. but um, <laughs> it basically just keeps me comfy. keeps me cool. Um, I'm not going to be tugging at material. I can just move freely. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's just a, it's an all around good situation for me. And I don't think my football Sunday would be the same without it. That's why I'm going to, so I'm going to stick it
2: there in my number three. I like that big shirts. You got if you're going to be eating crock pot chili, you got to have a big shirt, huge shirt. You got okay, another one. I'll go. Yep. I got one. Um, number three is, well, I guess it's technically number two. Making friends with complete strangers at tailgates so I can eat their food and uh, like drink their beer. Um, I have a quick story. Me and my best bud, Steven, at Missouri State, we would literally go to the visiting team's tailgate section and make friends with the visiting team. And there was one specific time where we literally sat in this dude's tent and ate so much of his food, and then Irish goodbye him. Irish goodbye means you leave without saying anything. Oh, yeah. It was... One of the funniest things I can remember me and him doing, but oh my gosh, it was so great. He was so nice, had a smorgasbord. I probably mispronounced that, but so much food. And oh, that's it's so great, walking around, meeting people, eating their food. That's another one of my game day activities. Yeah, I couldn't
1: be more on board with you there. I um, definitely have done that every time I've tailgated. I will just walk around. I'll do a few laps around the grounds and um, oh, fuck. We got a score, beginning of the second quarter. It's got it's six nothing Jets. Six nothing Jets. Yeah, fifteen left in the in the second.
2: Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, That's fine. <laughs> All right.
1: Anyway, I'll do a couple laps around the grounds, see what we got. I'll narrow, you know, I'll find my guy, and I just pop in, and hey, how's it going? Ooh, that looks really good. What do you got there? Are those? Are those? Are those shish kebabs? Yeah, hey, oh, yeah the kebabs. Yeah. You, you don't mind if I try one, do you?
2: I, mean, I heard I heard you guys have the best kebabs in the country. Yeah. I got to test those out. And then boom, you're yeah, in. I don't know if it's true.
1: And then yeah, once you're there,
2: you're in. Yeah. And then yeah, it's 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 so easy. You got it. You got to time it though. You can't do it too early because they're not drunk yet. Right. You got to yeah. find them when they're drunk, oh, so yeah. they won't care.
1: If you got a if you got a a noon kickoff, try like eleven twenty when you scoop yes. swoop in. That's perfect time to do they that. They
2: got way more food. But anyway, what, what's your last one? So my final one might actually be
1: my favorite. But the problem here is that I've never actually done it. It is a, almost a fantasy of mine that is going to come true here soon. But I'm going to go with the 14-hour smoking of the brisket. <laughs> you wake up at like 3 in the morning, right? Right. And this is, again, we're aiming for that 3 to 4 p.m. meal completion time where you just finished off the first slate. You've probably put down, you know, in the arena 5 to 10 beers. And you're hungry. Imagine if you had a 14-pound brisket popped out of the smoke. 14-pound or 14-ounce? 14-pound. Oh, God. That's why it takes 14 hours. You okay. gotta you gotta wake up at three am prep it pop it in well, actually you might you might not even sleep but I know so I know I know who guys I know guys who do this and I'm going to that's experience awesome. this this year. I don't know what weekend yet I, I haven't done it but I already know it's my favorite thing because that's awesome yeah you, you just sit around a smoker and you 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 literally double your drinking time so that that's cool. And then you get to eat fine smoked meats at the end of it. So I'm 100% on that. And I'll let you know when it happens, how that goes.
2: Yeah. All right. My last one is on a flip side, something you've never done to something I am undefeated on. I've done it a bunch. Tailgate cornhole or bags or whatever Midwestern people call it. We call it cornhole where I'm from. Uh, Undefeated. Tailgate cornhole undefeated. And I, that's all I gotta
1: say. I'm not a big cornhole. That's my hole, last guy. one.
2: I'm not that good. Big cornhole. Nice. So yeah, that wraps up my game day activities.
1: Those are some good ones. I suggest you try all of those, especially the sneaking in on other people, other people's food. If you haven't done that, it works every time. It's undefeated.
2: What do you say we? What do you say we get into some picks?
1: Let's do it, man. We are just babbling on, but man, do I feel good tonight. Let's go on. Let's get these picks rocking. We were 63% last week. We're going to be 100% this week. 100%. Perfect. 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 Perfection. We're going to be perfect. We will be perfect. In every aspect of the game. I'll put in the And we
2: are sitting and we are sitting right at 60, I think 61% overall. So we're doing we're doing well. We want well, we promised. We want perfect. And then I'll put in the remember the Titans.
1: Perfection. Perfection. So Marcus, I just let's just get right into it. We've already been going on for a while, so let's try to carve right through these locks. Number one lock from Marcus. Let's hear it.
2: All right, so I got a little uh, motivation from the LSU Auburn under, so I wanted to find another juicy, grounded pound, slobber knocker of a game that I think is going to score under, and I think I found – actually, I know I found one that's going to definitely go under. It is Wisconsin Badgers at Iowa under 43. I do think Wisconsin's going to have a bounce-back game. I think they win probably 27-10, 20, 27-13, around there. I think it scores mid to high 30s. I think this is going to be a close on this. On this it's going to be very close on the total. But I like the under. Iowa has given up like under 50 yards combined in their last two games of rushing or something crazy like that. Iowa's got a good rushing defense, but Wisconsin has two All-Americans on their offensive line. Um, and Iowa's offense is just dog shit, so I think it's just going to be one of those 70-30 run pass games, and it, I, it's just going to it's it's going to go under forty three. That's basically all I got to say. And I think a lot of people out there like this. I think forty three is high. I think our guess on this was thirty eight was the was the total. Thirty nine was our was our guess. I think uh, when we saw forty three, uh, I had to jump all over it. So Wisconsin at Iowa under forty three. That's my number one.
1: Absolutely like that one. I don't – I just – this is going to be a lot of running the ball. Unless these defenses just totally get gassed, you know, maybe that I could happen. I don't think so. You know, what might actually be a really nice bet here too with all the running that's going to be happening is the second half over as the defense wears. Um, that would – might be a good thing to look at because the first half is just going to be – Stone Cold defense, from what I, I would imagine.
2: Um, I, and I do like Wisconsin here, but I I like the under more. I think Wisconsin will definitely. I, I forget what the what the spread is here. Minus three. But I the minus. Oh, I definitely think Wisconsin will will cover that. But the under was way more attractive to me because in, in, the, in these type of games, um, fumbles can just random turnovers can be funky. Um, but I think it's a huge bounce back week for Wisconsin. Uh, I think they just dominate. They try to get back to what they're good at. Control, control the wide Ridge. control the game, under 43. What do you have for uh, me already. on your first pick? All right, so
1: I actually have an over. Um, this has been a very, very heavily bet over, and I am completely on the same page as where the money is going. What I'm seeing here is we have two NFL-caliber quarterbacks. I know George is going to a good defense, but I'm going to bank on the fact that Georgia is just going to light up Mizzou. I'm talking. What's the total? What's the total here? We got 61 and a half. Okay. Okay. So we're going over. It's a high over, but I I honestly think that Georgia should have no problem scoring in the high 40s and into the 50s. If Mizzou,
2: dude, if produce, Mizzou produce quarter. Purdue's quarterback threw for 580 yards and is a scrub. Jake Fra may throw for 650 yards. I wish I was I wish I wish was joking. No, it's going to be a lot of offense. And
1: both of these teams are very high tempo, so they're going to be – everything's going to be quick. So I, I just – I think that 61.5 is – a lot of places this line has been bet up to like 65. Um, you can find it at 61 on certain books. So bet 61.5. Don't take the 65. Make it easier on yourself. But that's going to be my pick, an over 65 or over 61 and a half, Mizzou, Georgia, lock it up.
2: Marcus, Love what it. do you got? Number two, a little NFL going to the pros. Uh, I like the Oakland Raiders plus three at the Miami Dolphins. I'm a big fan um, of this pick. So this, this line actually confused me. I thought Miami may be a home dog here. I'm not 100% sure why Oakland's getting three points. I think a lot of it just comes down to all the drama behind them and, and, uh, they just, they just haven't played great on offense, but Derek Carr, I think all, after all this Khalil Mack stuff kind of settles down, Oakland's going to find their way And Oakland. Oakland's a good football team. They are. They, they definitely had some drama with Khalil Mack. Jared and Cook is a
1: beast, dude. They're, they're going to have a hard time with Jared Cook this week. The yeah. Dolphins so, are.
2: so I just, I think Oakland goes into Miami, takes care of business and wins this game. Not only covers, I think they win, uh, I, I don't know what the score will be. I, it could be one of those typical 45 totals of the NFL, but I like Oakland plus three at Miami a ton. I really, 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 really like that pick.
1: Yeah, I like that pick too. One thing I want to add, um, not to just be the guy trying to get the last word here, but when I look back at Miami's um, you know, past couple wins, everyone's talking about how they're overperforming right now and how good they look. But one thing I've noticed, there's – their special teams are actually really doing a good job. And not only that, but some lucky factors have just provided them with a really, really great field position differential. That means that they're starting on the field in favorable, favorable positions a lot more than their opponents. So Mm -hmm. when you're playing a ball control team like Oakland, that's likely to happen less. And I think that's going to show up here. Definitely and I don't think they're going to be as in as many favorable spots unless they just keep having these amazing special teams plays. We'll see, but I, I definitely like Oakland here, Marcus. Great pick. Awesome. What you got? All right. I'm going to do another total. I'm all over the totals this week. Me and Marcus actually had a long talk of hashing these picks out, going back and forth with each other. With, you know, We eventually – Decided there's so many games so close to the spread that we, you know, started looking at more over-unders. So I have an under here for you. I'm going to look at Dallas and the Seattle Seahawks, the Cowboys and the Seahawks, to go under 41.5 this week. And this is why. Dallas has a actually very good front, especially at, at, at on the edges, on like their defensive end, their linebackers coming off the edge. They do a really good job of getting to the quarterback, and they're very strong. Seattle showed this past week that their offensive line is their weak point. I think, also on top of that, you have a Dallas team who is going to run the ball a lot, because Dak Prescott isn't doing the things that he's done in the past. As a matter of fact, his most successful target right now is Cole Beasley. That's not going to score you a lot of points in the NFL. When Cole Beasley's your guy, it's not that's not going to work for you. So, I see this as another low scoring game, just like they had against New York. I see this total in the low thirties, high twenties. And I really like under 40. That low years. really?
2: Yep. Wow. That low? Yep. All right. I can buy into that. And my, and again, I'll, I'll just kind of counter with, kind of back on my thoughts. Seattle historically has played very well on defense uh, at home. For some reason, they just, their defense cranks it up uh, at home. Um, and I think Dallas is going to give them Dallas's defensive line will give Seattle issues. So I think it's just going to be a defensive battle. So I, again, this is another one that I thought was a little too high, but it, we're, we're kind of all over it. I think definitely that one is, should be a for sure, for sure under. Well, so. well, yeah, that's going to be a low
1: one. Let's take things on the other side of the town. We're going to, Marcus actually scope this one out, but. We're going to be picking a, a very, very high over coming up right here. This is gonna be an over that is so high that we have actually crafted a new name for this particular lock that we're gonna to unveil to you right now. We're going to be deeming this pick and all picks like this pick the exospheric lock of the week. Three, two, I know what you're saying. One. What the fuck are we talking about? Exospheric? <laughs> this is a science term. I thought this was a gambling podcast. Well guess what? Marcus, please educate our listeners. What is exosphere exospheric? What does this mean? What do we what do what's
2: happening? Tell us. So the so the exosphere is a layer of the atmosphere. And the exosphere is the tippy top where many satellites Orbit the Earth, so all our satellites kind of hang out in the exosphere.
1: Do you do you have the definition?
2: Yeah, I mean there's multiple, but my favorite definition is exosphere. This is the area where many of the world's satellites orbit the Earth. So we are talking <laughs> or- Earth orbiting over Overs. here. Yep, and this is and this is one that I looked at, and this is was very hard, but it, it screamed at me. I'm going Texas Tech. At Oklahoma State, over 77 points. I'm telling you right now, 77. It's going to go over. We're shooting it into the exosphere this Prepare week. Prepare for <laughs> launch.
1: Here we go, because we're going into the goddamn exosphere.
2: Texas Tech scored 63 points against Houston. Wow. In an impressive, impressive way. Oklahoma State, scored 42 against 41, 42, I forget what it was, against Boise. This game, I think both teams, uh, I see Oklahoma State probably scoring high forties. Maybe 49 and Texas Tech hitting that like high thirties range. I see this hitting in the eighties. I think this over is in the eighties. And then this, and this is gonna be one of those games where all the other conferences, like the big conference, like the SEC and the Big Ten guys are like, oh, Big 12 has no defense. This is going to be – if you're one of those guys, you're going to get a huge boner watching this game because it's an exosphere yeah. over. Ker- over 77, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, Kirk Herbstreet's going to love putting this one in his yes. back pocket.
2: Kirk Herbstreet may, like, throw up watching this game. Probably. Next pick. But yeah, that, is a, that, that wraps up my – that's my third pick. I yeah. love so that. What do you
1: exosphere. Got? We're going in the exosphere. I got – Another great pick. The Bears, who have been showing the fuck off in the last couple weeks. We got them squaring off against the worst team in the NFL this week, and they're only a six-point favorite. So guess what? This is going to be a set-it-and-forget-it lock of the week. I don't even need to tell you why. It's Bears. Defense. One of the best defensive fronts ever. Well, well, I've said this about the Rams. But Khalil Mack in that Bears front is fun to watch. And we're going to have again, one of the worst O lines I've ever seen in the NFL trying to stand up against it. I I don't get this line at all. At all. Minus six. I don't even want to explain it.
2: I think I think Bears went twenty seven to six. That's that's my prediction there. Yeah, I d I don't get that one. It's gonna be it's gonna be an ass kicking. We're gonna Wait, get they're, off- they're against they're against the Arizona Shipbirds, right? yep okay yeah that yeah that's <laughs> yeah minus that's wild that line's wild to me but yeah,
1: I don't get it at all. Um, I'm going to move right along. We're going to go on to the part of the show where on this segment, you will want to check your financial situation you will want to see what time your bank is open until. After you get well, off you need work,
2: to, and you, yeah, and you need to make sure that you give the couple the like you know the, whatever the twenty-four hour grace period that the your savings can transfer over to your checkings account. Right,
1: that can take a little time, so make sure you build that in. Go to the bank, get your loan, take out your children's college fund that you've already doubled twice this season, and bet it all <laughs> again, because we're gonna ride this wave. We've got our coveted dog. And lock of the week picks. And I'm going to kick it off right now with a monstrous.
2: I will say this we are 100% on lock of the week's, lock of the week's, dog of the week combined. We are over 90%, people. Me, Marcus,
1: you know this, but we spent a lot of time combing through these lines, finding, searching for our dog. It was actually a very difficult week to find a great dog. But if you do the searching, the dog will come. And boy, did we find a, find a big one. This week, we are taking our biggest dog that we have taken yet at plus 31 points.
2: That is the Great Dane dog of the
1: week. Great Dane. He takes man shits. The size of a man. <laughs> so we have Army at Oklahoma. Oklahoma. This line opened at 33 in favor of Oklahoma. It's been bet down to 31. So there's been some money on the side of Army. A few reasons why we pick this one. One is because there's a very severe lack of decent dogs this week. And this is a lot of points for an Oklahoma team who I think when played against a fundamentally sound defense can actually not look as good as what everyone says they, they are. Which well,
2: and I think and I think they're beat down. like they have some injuries, and if they can get up three scores in the first half, they're going to be sitting. you got nice. you to you you wonder how much, you know how much their starters are going to be playing in the second half.
1: And they are about to start big 12 play. So Lincoln yeah. Riley is smart. He's going you're, I love that take, Marcus. I love that you brought that up. He's going to rest these guys as much as he can. So this could be a backdoor cover. Maybe they score one or two in the second half. But I love all these points, and I love Army. Lock it up. This is going to be our big Great Dane Daug
2: of the week. Yeah, Army baby. Just gotta. You just gotta lose by thirty-two points, man. That's all we need. All right, Marcus. Let's do it. Lock of the week. All right. Here we go, baby. To keep the uh, perfect streak alive, to keep JL's road to the betting exosphere, as we are using that term now, our lock of the week to continue our 100% is TCU minus three and a half at the Texas Longhorns in Austin, Texas. I will say this. Texas – Did and and I'm almost very happy Texas came out and beat USC like they did last week because if they would have lost, I think TCU would have been a 10-point favorite in this game. I think Texas winning last week gives them a touchdown in their favor, but I think it's a fucking fluke. I think USC is overrated. I think Texas is not very good. I don't think they are as athletic. I don't think they're as well coached as TCU. TCU showed glimpses of – A little bit of greatness against Ohio State, but Ohio State is a better team than TCU, so Ohio State outlasted them. But TCU against Texas is going to come back, and they are going to beat the Texas Longhorns, I think what the line should have been, maybe at 10 points. I think TCU goes into Austin and wins this game by 10 points, and that is my lock of the week. I had to – it was my first pick when I scrolled through the lines – is the number one I picked because I said, oh, Texas won last week. People are probably hot on Texas now. I'm not. I'm not buying that Texas Longhorn bullshit. Gary Patterson and the Horned Frogs are going to go into Austin, Texas, and they're going to prove to you just how trash the Texas Longhorns are this year so we can stop all that hype.
1: That's all the lock of the week. Let's go, baby. I, I agree with you 100%. There's two things that I see with TCU that will not be matched by Texas. One is speed. They have big-time speed. They gave Ohio State, who is one of the fastest teams I've seen collectively across the board in a long time, they they looked step-for-step step there with them. They did have miscues that kept them out of the game. But well, sp- and, I, and,
2: I think, and I think that's the biggest thing that hurt TCU, is they had un-TCU-like mistakes against Ohio right. State.
1: Right, and I think the other thing that I really like about this TCU team is Sean Robinson, their quarterback. I think he he showed some moments where he was just making big-time decisions and, and, and under a lot of pressure. So I, I don't think they're going to get nearly as much pressure on him as, as Ohio State did, and that's not to say we obviously need TCU to win here. We don't want them just to cover their 13-point spread or whatever. But I do see a lot of this quarterback, and I think that him going from the speed of that Ohio State coming into Texas, it's going to be like a, a completely different game for him.
2: Well, can you can you imagine if Texas was uh, one and two going into this game? I, I I dude, I really think that Texas beating USC last week is was like a six point turn in this spread. I really do. Like if Texas was if Texas would have got beat, pretty, like, handily against USC, TCU would be so heavily favored in this game. But now that that preseason Texas hype is coming back, and I'm just not buying it. I, I'm not buying it at all. TCU's proven. They've got a good club. I don't think they're, you know, top 10 team in the country, but I don't think Texas is a top 25 team in the country. I think TCU is a top 20 team in the country, and they're going to go and they're going to take care of business, and they're going to get us to 4-0, lock of the week's, and we're just going to keep this fucking train rolling. Absolutely. Marcus, I love that
1: pick. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to call it another week. We hope all of these picks are recorded, etched in stone, and they've already been placed for you. If you haven't placed them, get to your bookie right now and place these bets because your future depends on it. Your financial security depends on it. Your children's status, socioeconomic status, education all depends on this. Go cash in on a bookie, uh, you know, online or otherwise. Lock in these locks. And we will see you guys next week when we are eight and oh. Have a good weekend. See you next
0: time. I get done fucking, I just tell her, wipe it off. Baby, tell me what you say. Nigga, where your bread at? Kept me in a later fashion. Sorry, I don't wear that. Shout it, say she's smart enough. I'm asking where that head at. If you ain't talking money, keep it moving. Just like it. I just tell her, money talk, money talk. Nigga, money talk, money talk, money talk. Hey, nigga, money talk. Woo-oh. money talk. Nigga, money talk, money talk, money talk. Yeah money talk if you talking about that money we can talk young nigga money talk money money talk money talk hey money talk young nigga money talk shout it what it do if you ain't talking money i ain't got no time for you playing in that too though i just had to drop the room got some nigga with me if you playing they gon' shoot oh i want them business that ass and she walking around with fanny. Say she wanna fuckin' smoke with Shawty, I got plenty. plenty Know some savage niggas for that bread, they like, give me So you know that money talk, money talk <laughs> Nigga, money talk, money talk, money talk hey nigga, money talk, whoo, oh, money talk Hello. Nigga, money talk, money talk, money talk, yeah Money talk, money talk, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, money talk we keep talking about that money, we can talk, young nigga, money talk, woo. money, money talk, money talk, hello, ayy, hello. money talk, young nigga, money talk.